Today's episode is brought to you by Dr. Dish, trusted and innovation solution basketball training machines. Check out their revolutionary skill building program at drdishbasketball.com. Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano. Today's guest, the X-Files, joins the show, Jeremy File. We talk hoops, life. Let's dive right in with Jeremy. Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano, here with my man, Jeremy File. What's up, Jeremy? What's happening, man? It's great to always be on the show with you, always. Always a pleasure having you, man. So uh, let's dive right in, man, with this whole uh, topic we were discussing um, on Monday about training and uh, obviously training people saying oh you only need 10 minutes and obviously we both feel that it is bs because in order to be the best there is someone always out there basically trying to catch you so you always got to be training am i right or wrong oh you're absolutely correct i mean it's uh number one is it's a crazy time we all know that we understand that for people that are highly invested in the game like yourself and and uh, me being a former player, I mean, let's just think about it. You know, Kobe Bryant, Bryant passes. And think, think of all the work he did on his own in the offseason and, and all the stuff he did for on, on his body, on his skill. And uh, the best always put in multiple hours. I mean, if you watch a, a clip, I, I love the clip. It's Jay Williams talking about how he got to the gym early. And he was thinking, you know, man, I'm really going to be prepared. I got Shaq and Kobe. And, and he's sitting there and Kobe's, you know, already in a sweat you know, five, six hours before the game and he, and he won't stop. And that's what it takes. I mean, it just takes a lot of hours. It takes a lot of time. You know, you always say there's no shortcut to success. You know, there's no, there's no microwave to success. I mean, you got to put in work, you know, and, and I just think that what's happening is because there's so much out there and everybody's trying to build their brand or their build up their training program. A, a lot of times it's everything's so short and fast, right? You know, Hey, do this a couple minutes, you'll be great. Or, or do this, and this is going to be the key. And really the key is, is the work. The work is the key, putting in a lot of hours. Uh, this summer, one of the things I said, and I think a few kids liked it, is I'm going to stay out there until I get it right. So if I got to stay out there all day, you know, I'm going to get it right. You know, I'm going to, if that shot's not hit, I'm not hitting that pull-up, it doesn't feel right, I'm going to stay on it, you know, all day long. And, and I watch you and Elijah do it, and I think it's just, it's imperative, man. I mean, it really is. Uh, I, I would agree. Um I do believe that there are certain things um, you can work on um, for your game that don't take hours and hours, or um, in some cases, um, it's just like education. Some people can um, grasp it really fast because of their athleticism or their footwork or uh, the way their their uh, brain and motor skills work 
from their thought process to their fit footwork. Um, they could pick up on it fairly quickly and not have to work as hard as some people. But I, I, uh, I do believe that there's a, a small percentage that can, that can do that. I just don't think it's um, a high, high percentage that people do. So as for me and my son, we have to home in every day on our shooting because, um, you know, in order to be a great shooter, that that's the avenue that my son is trying to take um, in that role. You, you got to get up reps. Um, unfortunately, that's I mean, I, that's what I truly believe. Oh, there's no question. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, I think the big debate could be with a lot of us is, well, you know, it's better to put 30 minutes of game like motion stuff in rather than let's say I go out there for four hours and I'm not really working as hard. Right. I think that's a, that's a strong debate. I mean, we all could have that debate. I think what's missing though, and this is something I wanted to add. A lot of these players, what they need to understand is what it's like at the next level. So they need to prepare for what it will be like. It's a lot of hours. I mean, it's a lot of work. I mean, here's an example. When you play division one basketball, they, they give you your calendar and, and they flop it in front of you and they go, okay, here's your calendar for the year. I had, I believe, 12 days off for the whole year where it was nothing. You did nothing on the court or you did, you know, it's probably a little more, maybe I'm exaggerating it. Let's just say three weeks of, you know, you don't do anything. That's a lot of strain on your body. I mean, and, and you're conditioning your body. So an example, so players understand this, if, if you're in the off season, the fall and you're prepping for the season, right. you get a 45, 45 minute four man workout. You, you do weights, and then you did conditioning as a team before that. You spent about four hours probably or close to it of work on your body. So I, I argue with guys that say all you need is 30 minutes. Is It's okay to say, hey, there's times you don't have to go as long. But the reality is a lot of these young kids go to college and they're not ready for the strain. They are not ready for the constant moving, the constant working out. So I think the better conversation is, okay, you're not going to go out there for four hours and dribble and shoot and do that, but you're going to have to have blocks of time. You do it, Andre, with Elijah. All right, you're going to condition in the morning. Right. You're going to shoot, shoot in the afternoon. And then, hey, maybe we'll play some pickup or a practice later. That's the reality. That's the, that's the schedule you have if you want to be a player at the next level. So one of the things I just did a really good job of as a kid is, you know, I was blessed. And I hope Elijah thanks you every day because you have a basket at home. I had blocks of time where I would go outside. Okay, these two hours, I'm going to put in game-like moves. I'm not going to do it the whole two hours, but I'm really going to lock in. So there's 30 minutes. I'm going really, really hard. Okay, free throws, free throws, free throws. Get a little break, you know, sit down, get a drink, and boom, right back to it for another 30 minutes. Um, you know, maybe a few guys would come out and, and just get shots up with me for 30 minutes. The, the, the time goes quick. People forget that an hour and a half, they think, it's oh, God, it's so long. You're wasting your time. No, you're not. I mean, you – it's not like I'm going game speed for an hour and a half, it, but I'm going to stay out there for an hour and a half and I'm going to shoot, I'm going to shoot. And then there's blocks of time. I go harder, but I think that it's a great conversation because it, it is, you know, what's best for the player, you know, how many minutes do you have to put in? It's just a fantastic conversation. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I think, um, in, in this, uh, time frame we are in right now, um, I think it's really good to kind of do those, as you said, as me and my son do, you, you, uh, structure your day where like, you know, you, you can do a little bit here for an hour or two, 
maybe midday do something and then in the evening do something where you're getting in several several hours of training in but it's broken up throughout the day um i mean i i know for a fact um there's many kids in our program that aren't doing the strength and conditioning side of things and man i i think that's huge even at a young age oh it's absolutely vital i mean i started seventh grade i mean you know, when, when I was hitting the weights, so seventh grade was like the time when, okay, let's, let's do lightweight, um, as meant, you know, higher reps, um, you know, let's never substitute form with weight. So, you know, that was the big thing I learned at a young age. We had a really good strength coach at, in our high school and he kind of took our class and worked with us. Um, and, and, and that was huge because what happened was back in the day, Andre, it was, it was said, if you lifted weights, it ruined your shooting form. And I think a lot of people still believe that. Right. What happened to what happened to me was there was a uh, an issue with me shooting in seventh grade. I lifted pretty hard. Our strength coach was very. He's a college football player. We we hit the weights hard. Deadlift, uh, a lot of upper body uh, core workouts, which means your bench press. Um, we did a lot of our power cleans. You know, your core workouts in college they call the core four it is usually um, bench press, squat, deadlift. Um, we we use push press, which is basically you know you grab your straight bar. And, and you're in a squat position and you're pressing, you know, it's basically a shoulder press. Um, you know, we were doing that stuff in seventh grade with low weight. So the, the, that seventh grade season, I remember it. Uh, I didn't shoot very well. You know, my body wasn't ready for having all of that torque on, on the muscle. So I had to develop, you know, how to play through pain, how to play, you know, with, with more muscle. And, and you go through this transition, the seventh to ninth grade where your body's just not ready for that. And then it's so funny because it goes into that again when you get to college. A lot of high school kids are not ready for the 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 strength of training that they got to go through in college. So you guys are doing it right, starting them a little early, uh, a lot of body weight stuff, low weight stuff, getting their uh, muscles trained and accustomed to playing hard. Um, a lot of people don't say this, and they need to, and all strength coaches in college say this. Uh, strength training is, is prevent injury. That's the main reason you do it. It's not to be to look great. And, uh, you know, not even to feel great. It's to prevent injury. Right. Okay. You know, you got to put your body in certain positions so you don't get hurt. Because when you're playing a lot of games like you guys do in AAU, uh, the reason kids are getting hurt, Andre, is they're not strength training. They're playing 100 games a summer and they, and they never touch the weights. Your body cannot do that. You can't cut, plant, stop. If you have no core leg strength, you have no core strength with your abs, you have no upper body strength. You're going to get hurt. So that's what's happening. I see it all the time. Kids are really hurt a lot at the younger levels. And uh, it's, it's mind-boggling. It really is. It is, yeah. I, I see it as well. I mean, uh, we do a lot of band work. We do weights here. And um, Alex has I'm, – I'm sorry, Alex. Uh, Elijah has a phenomenal strength and conditioning coach by the name of Alex Johnson. Um, and he puts E through, like I said, a bunch of band stuff weight stuff i'm very blessed that we have stuff here at the house and his strength and conditioning coach will send us um a routine for him for the week like hey i need elijah doing this monday wednesday friday tuesday thursdays he could do these things and then he's off okay great so we've been doing those things and i have the uh, equipment enough equipment because you don't need a lot with a youth player to do that um i do see him getting sore and our main thing is, number one, we home in and my wife beats him about it, like literally 
keep she'll bug him and bug him and bug him, beating beating him, you know, just annoying him, telling him you need to stretch. Number one, you got to stretch af- afterwards. Yeah. At the end of the night, you should stretch your body. And number two, icing. Icing is huge, and people don't ice their knees. They don't ice their feet. Like we put, we submerge my son's feet in a bucket of ice. Yeah. Because he's on them. Oh, it's, it's excellent. Yeah. Like you need to do stuff like that. Am I right? No, you're absolutely right. You guys are killing it, man. Number one, I, I'm just so happy to watch your guys' stuff because you guys are really preparing an athlete. And I just see Elijah's development. I see what you guys are doing, and I love it, man. I love what you're doing in San Diego. Um, you're preparing uh, a young man for an athletic career. And, and, num- and number two, let's just say, I mean, we never know what's going to happen, right? Nothing's promised. Um, right. This, this young man you have in your home understands how to work now. So no matter what he does in life, he understands there's a process. You got to go to work. You got to get up. You got to strengthen your body. There, there's, uh, you know, it's got to be organized because now, hey, you're you're cooling down. You're icing all these things you're talking about. And besides the training on your own with skill, yes, body is probably more important. I mean, it really is. You can't be skilled if you're hurt. I mean, you're sitting at you're sitting down. <laughs> you're not, you know, you got all this skill, but you're hurt. And um, I love it, man. I'm just so proud of you know because we've met and seen you guys doing that so he's going to be prepared and that's all you ask for is just to have the preparation right the opportunity the opportunity to have a chance because it's so competitive i mean the basketball in my opinion it's the easiest sport to practice on your own it is the hardest to make it in i mean everybody out there there's millions of kids across this country and world that want to play basketball you know, the percentage is what, a one percent or lower at the division one level? Yes. You know, one point four percent at the at the uh, lower levels of college. It's crazy. You you have to be fantastic. But man, what a goal to have. You know, let's prepare and man, maybe I can do some great things. So I, I just think when you're training by yourself, yes, I mean, you gotta strengthen the body. And, and this is the time and like we talked about it, you know, when we prep separation season, man. For the kids that wanna get better and they also have great parents like yourself. They're ready. I mean, this little break, this unfortunate thing that we're dealing with, they come back in the gym in a few months. Hopefully, they'll be ready. Yeah, I hope. I mean, yeah. Elijah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, we, that's what we, we're training for, you know. Um, him and I both had a sit-down meeting with his mom, and we're like, look, this is the uh, uh, unfortunate event that we are in. We are in this pandemic together. Uh, so we could, one, we can just – you know, do what we want, play video games and eat pop tarts all day or two, you know, <laughs> or two, you can, you can eat a little, you can have some pop tarts, but you're going to eat your mom's home cooked um, meals. Um, the, by the way, amazing meals by the, when she, when she posts, can we give her a shout out? Why, why don't we follow your wife and the cooking? <laughs> right. Yeah. She is a, uh, an amazing cook. Uh, she does cook very healthy and clean. So he gets to eat that, you know, let's do this training. Let's, let's get after it. Um, and the, the other big thing is that we haven't hit on and, and I'll let you elaborate on it. Cause you played at a high level is number one, uh, hydration and two, uh, he was like, Oh man, I want to stay up till one or two in the morning. And his mom's like, no, dude, you need to go to sleep by like nine 30. He's like, why? It's like, cause you need that rest. You need that recovery to sleep. Yeah. You need sleep. You need at least nine hours of sleep, 10 hours of sleep. Am I right? Absolutely. And I, I'm so glad you touched on this. We didn't even talk about it, but it's something that was, is so important. And, and this is a great example. So, you know, I remember everything with my basketball career. I got this like 
photographic memory. I probably get, uh, I, I think that, um, may soon, uh, Jordan's mom wish I had that memory to take out the trash, but, uh, <laughs> I usually forget that, but I, but I remember everything when it comes to basketball in seventh grade, you know, the, the age Elijah was at, I was terrible with my health. I mean, I ate all the wrong stuff I and mean, we didn't know then it wasn't as high tech, right? Now, right? Everybody too. knows eating clean. We didn't even talk about eating clean. It wasn't even, you know, it was whatever it was carbs. It was crap. And, uh, I was in terrible shape as a middle school kid. Um, you know, I had a lot of baby fat anyway. I didn't grow very well. So that made me, you know, not look as well also, but I didn't eat well. So I didn't eat right while practicing as much as I did. And I think I was injured a lot through the seventh, eighth grade year, plus trying to lift weight, but sleep. Oh my gosh. When I finally figured it out was high school, getting that proper rest. People don't realize you, you don't rest to recover. You actually, your muscles grow during that rest period. When you're working out and, you, and you're grinding out, isn't it funny? I always do this. I, I weigh myself. I'm trying to lose weight. and It's terrible at the old age. When I get proper rest and I work out the day before, I usually lose weight and I usually gain muscle. It's weird. Right. So I think that you're, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not like this health expert for sure. But I, I know that when you get eight to 10 hours of sleep, your muscles are growing, you're recovering, and, and that's how you gain strength. While you're sitting there sleeping and closing those eyes, your muscles are growing. You know, you're developing at sleep more than anything else. People don't realize that. So, you know, what happens a lot when you don't get sleep, what is it, Andre? You eat bad. You got to get woke up. You got to eat, some, you know, eat some sugar. When you, when you sleep well, you wake up, you're ready to go. You get your workout in, you hydrate, like you said, drink a lot of water. Don't drink all the crap that I used to as a kid, soda, all that the stuff. Same way. And we all, I think all of us in our era didn't understand it as much, you know, so now we do, so we can really hone these young athletes. So yeah, that's just a great topic. There's so much that goes into this thing to do things on your own. It's not just shooting the ball and dribbling the ball. I mean, I watch a lot of games. I mean, I watch a lot of film. That's something I do on my own a lot. I watch certain players. I watch certain sets. Um, I, I understand the concepts. I want my players to understand what it's going to be like if you do play at yes. the next level. Something that, again, that people just don't talk about quite enough you got to know what they're doing at the next level. You got to understand concepts. Most of the college teams you watch run primarily the same stuff, you know, where there's typically five out, four out, one in um, there's a, there's a lot of uh, dribble on, you know, DHO mm -hmm. stuff. You know, you got to know how to pass and move, got to know how to screen, but you do have to know concepts and you also got to know sets. So what I do a lot is this is an example. I watch Michigan state, Tom is some of their sets. They break down, uh, the pistol, they break down all their things and they, and they got it on the screen. You can find this anywhere. I mean, you can go on YouTube and put Michigan state offense. I mean, I've sent you quite Absolutely. a few things, you know, and you've looked it up and you watch everything. I mean, you're really locked in that stuff. You can learn so much for free. I mean, it's right there in front of you. Um, I watch a lot of highlights still, you know, players. I want to learn moves. That's what I do a lot. So, you know, I broke down the Jamal Crawford shake and bake. I can use it away from the basket the other day. Um, you know, I, I watch uh, Trey Young a lot now, how he finishes, how he gets to his one-two step floater. Um, I'm watching this stuff all the time because I want to figure out how I can get better. Um, I watch full games. Yes, very important. Players need to watch a full game. These kids, I know TikTok 15 seconds gets them intrigued. Uh, a whole game to be focused on a whole game and in, in, in scenarios and, and what did they do during this time of the game. Um, you know, oh, I see how he took that shot at a certain time. Oh, two for one situations, all these things. I mean, we could go for an hour and talk about that. Um, but a full game, watching a full game, seeing what players do, 
um, you know, how they react to certain situations with time. And uh, I do think that's one thing I want to go backwards just a little bit real quick. I do think that's why when, when trainers and coaches say you need to work on like 30 minute workouts, because yes, the game is really broken up into seconds scenarios. Right. Um, you got to be really fast and react quick. So those quicker workouts are good. I'm not saying they're terrible, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, there's just so much you can do by watching, watching. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting E to watch more. Uh, more film with me and it's more like the stuff that you guys like you send me cody sends me uh stuff that i research myself i i tend to watch more college with him um i just feel college um isn't as progressive as that as that nba where there's uh more dho's more screenings back screens and all that because he he might get lost in the shuffle like for instance we were watching one and um I, I want to say there was like seven picks within, I don't know, maybe like a 10 yeah. second play. And he was just like, he, you could tell he was just like lost. Like what? And I was like, yeah, it's a bit too much for you at 13, you know? So I, I tend to, to do uh, more college with him and I tell him, it's just the main, the main reason why we want to do this is like you said, one, we want to learn the concepts of the game on offense and make the game and slow the game down for you. Number two, if a team throws a two, three zone at you and whatever offense you're running isn't working, well, now you can, you can set your team up for success. If you're running the point, you can get guys in position and create something off the fly. It's not really off the fly. It's just stuff that you have retained in your head because you've watched so much film. Um, so he's starting to buy into that, but it's more like, I still have to put a leash on him. Get over here. This is what we got to do. You gotta, you gotta sit here and lock in with me. I'm hoping he'll start doing it on his own. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's a lot of fun too, when you start learning how to play and it starts working for you. There's another company. I, I hope I get it right. You know, we, we love to shout people out cause that's just how we are. I, I think they're called basketball illusions. And basically what they do is they, they always stop it and break down the action or the concept that's being ran. And they do a lot of European stuff. I believe it's a foreign company. Um, so they'll talk about the other day I learned something and I, I knew the screen rescreen, but I didn't know it was called a Ricky screen. So that's something where let's say you play for a coach and he goes, you know, we're going to, we're going to Ricky this one, you know, a player would be like, what the heck is he talking about? Now, when you watch that stuff, you understand what a Ricky screen is. You know, you, you get a back screen from the big and then he right. screens for you. So, you know, you understand they, they kind of break it down awesomely how to use the screen, how to set your man up. I just posted something on Steph Curry, how he walks the defender in. I mean, he basically walks right into him and uses his hands to get open. These guys actually break it down and talk about that. And, and I love those companies that do that. I, I think that in the visual learning world that we're in, these things are vital. I mean, this is a great example. I tell this story all the time. I thought I was a pretty darn smart basketball player. You know, and my high school coach said he, he has the highest IQ we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> little did he know, I didn't know nothing. Uh, I get to college, and I didn't even know how to read screens well. You know, I didn't know how to come off screens. I didn't know how to flare when they go under it. I didn't know how to skinny curl, straight curl, uh, you know, hard, cur- uh, hard curl, all these things that they talk about now. I had no idea. You know, I, and I didn't know how to look at the defender. I always looked at the <laughs> ball, and our coach just hated me for it. You know, and I learned – in 15 minutes in college, you know, in an individual workout that I was a dummy, you know, I had no idea how to play yet. 
So uh, I learned on the fly, you know, so, and I will say this, one thing that our generation still has better than now, and I hate to say it, I, I love the young kids. They're great. They're athletic. They're probably more skilled. They're just not as focused. I mean, I mean, we really had to focus because all we had was a live game. All we had was our coach telling us what to do. We didn't have coach to coach clinic, all this no, stuff. No, you're absolutely so right. You're I 100% think that right on that. It's just so many good guys. I mean, it's a lot of fun, man. For me, you know, even at my age, I, I was fortunate to play a lot. Um, learned a lot, learned from uh, international coaches and players, learned from former NBA guys, learned from NBA guys, college guys. Um, I'm still learning. I mean, I, I think that all the best guys say this. I mean, I, I'm sure Cody has mentioned it. I'm sure Gannon has. Anyone that you've ever talked to that's a high-level skills guy, you know, they're, they're always learning. They're always trying to develop. I know Jordan Lawley continues to uh, evolve. I mean, all these guys are just very good, and, and I think they all have the same mentality. Is, is They want to get better. They want to learn more and more and more. Um, and that's always been my thing. Um, one thing I, I'm definitely more locked into, you know, the visual stuff and watching and learning that way. Uh, I never really was like that. I was more of a improv, you know, improvisation guy. I'd go out there and, and figure it out. Uh, more, more of the gritty, you know, Andre, you always say I'm gritty. <laughs> and that was kind of my thing, you know, just tough, it, tough it out, get it done. Uh, Big 10 style out here, you know, being from Michigan, that was really what I uh, had to be great at, but now it's more of the, learning the games continuously still. And uh, I love it, man. I mean, I just, I, I love the game at the highest level right now. I'm really happy about it. And really what I think that we all could do is we can learn from someone else. I mean, I watch something you guys do. I learn from it and, and, and we pump each other up and, and that's what it's about. And I think that, you know, I, I know that we talk about a lot of things. I think that we have still a lot of guys that beat other guys down. It's such a competition where this is the right way to train or this is the way to to be a skills guy, or this is the way to play. There's just so many ways you can learn how to play. And uh, I mean, if I had a, a scenario, you know what a dream scenario would be for, for me is I get to shoot on Dr. Dish with Andre all day. I get to train with Jordan Lawley and learn moves off the catch. And then Cody Topper, oh my gosh, I'm in basketball <laughs> heaven. <laughs> I'm in basketball and I'm in sunny yeah, California, by the way. Blessed. And you know, I'm very blessed. Yeah. I mean, I'm like jealous, but you know, what's crazy is we all have a story. We all have a situation and we're all kind of similar, man. When you're a basketball head, you know, no matter what, where you come from, we're all kind of the same. I mean, Hey, I grew up in Michigan. I, I used to shovel off the snow in the driveway and I was working on my handles, you know, and icy driveways, you know, and you shoot this shot, it gets stuck in the neck of the ice, and, but I'm out there, you know, and, and, uh, you know, but, but how I just got the, the real shooting gun, and then the human shooting gun and you passing it to him or whatever. And my dad was the human shooting gun. He was like, all right, shoot, shoot, shoot. I'll rebound. And then if I, and then if I missed, he was like, you suck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was <laughs> – my dad was uh, – this is why I love we, me and you talk because it reminds me much of my growing up. You know, you're a part of his process, your sons. And my dad was, uh, an you know, instrumental. And, and he was hardcore, though. And – he, uh, that the basket outside, I've been all across the country, man. And so many parents are blessing their kids with baskets at home. Yeah. And that's how I grew up, man. That's how I grew up and got better. That was, that was 80% of the time I spent was on my outside court. No, you're 100%. I mean, it's funny, um, with this whole pandemic going on, you know, before he's got friends that got really big houses, they got luxury cars and, we have an average, nice, beautiful home. It's home. It's small. 
that's not like his friends and we don't drive cars like his friends and none of them have what he has. They don't, some of them don't have a hoop. Some of them do have a hoop, but their parents aren't involved like we are in basketball. Um, none of his friends have a doctor dish. So for him, I'm like, bro, you're, you're blessed times 10. You have it all. You have Cody Topper dropping knowledge to you and sending and dropboxing us. You got J-Law B-Ball doing the same thing. Ryan Rizuki, you got me. You got a Dr. Dish. We got a we got several basketballs here at the house. And we got our own hoop. Man, what, what more can you ask for? Oh, I'm telling you, man. I mean, it's everything. He better be thanking you every day. I'm sure it does not happen. But, you know, for me, I mean, I, I probably took it for granted, too, uh, as far as attitude. But I, I definitely know, and my father knows that, uh, without him doing what he did, there's just no way possible I ever would have made it as a player. And, uh, you know, I, I think you as a parent, you understand this. And, and now me being a parent, um, all you want is the best, what's best for your kids. So you, you don't even want you don't even want to thank you. You just want your kid to embrace it and do the best you can and, and get something out of it. Um, you know, my dad used to always say this to me and, and I loved it. He said, uh, I didn't buy this for nothing, though. You know, he used to always say that I didn't buy this for nothing. You know, you don't thank me. Thank me by making it. And I loved that because, you know, he was, you know, hard nosed and he's like, I invested in this because I know you have a gift and, and, and take it, you know, don't, don't, don't thank me, get out there, you know, get out there and shoot. That'll be thanking me. And, uh, you know, that was just everything for me, man. I mean, that's why I still dribble at home in my basement. Uh, I'm, I'm, I want to call my dad right now and be like, Hey, uh, you want to build a court for me again? He probably laugh in my face. But, uh, you know, I don't have the basket at home. I got the park court that I can, you know, run to. And, man, I'm dying over here. <laughs> I want, I want yeah, my hoop I outside, man. And, uh, yeah, I got a little cracked up concrete. I guess I have to go out there and buy this uh, little hoop. And me and uh, little Jordy can get out and start working now. But, uh, no, man, I mean, it's just in these times, the best players will find a way. You know, they'll find a way to get better. And, and that's why I do a lot of the stuff in my basement. You know, I am blessed to have all this space in my basement. I'll do all the dribbling. Um, you know, I'm starting to break it down more so it doesn't look just so trickish, I guess, because I think a lot of people are confused. They think that, you know, the, a lot of the handle stuff I do is, is more tricks because it probably looks that way. Um, a lot of stuff I do downstairs is game-like moves. You know, I'm just doing moves, moves, moves. And, uh, you know, the, the hoop, they'll take down the hoops. Here's what's crazy. This is what's sad is they're taking I'm, down a lot of the baskets yes, in these outdoor They're courts. crazy. They did that in New York. Yeah. And I was talking to my buddy. He has a yeah. um, uh, combos court. Um, shout out to combos. Um, his podcast. I talked to him yesterday and he said, he said, yeah, man, the reason why they took the hoops down was because no one was obeying by the law. They were still out there. 20, 30 people yeah. deep running games. He says over the weekend, yeah. Sunday, they, uh, they took the hoops down. He said he called me yesterday, and so today is Thursday. So he's talking about Wednesday morning. He's going to the grocery store because he lives in New York. He says he saw guys out there with no hoop still training, still shooting like like you're guarding <laughs> yeah. me, and I'm going to shoot, and I'm trying to hit the – um like in the middle of the block, the middle of the box, like in that scoring a point. I'm like, are yeah. you serious? And he's like, yes. I was like, that brought yeah. me back to above the rim. Yeah. That, when uh, what, what, what's the uh, name of playing against Nuts? Just have to say. But, like by himself. I was like, what? Yeah. He's like, yes. You yeah, can't check yeah, me, right? Nuts. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and he said, yes, that's what's really happening. 
Yeah, I, I when in, in my basement, what I'll do is I'll make a move and I feel like Nutso's guard me, and then I and I step back and I act like I'm shooting, but you know I, I can't hit the uh, the ceiling. So you know I'm, I'm I'll make moves and I get to my shot pocket. I talked about it the other day, you know, hey, this is just me working on the move and, and stepping back and getting into my shot pocket. Um, you know, I'll I'll lay in bed, I'll shoot the ball to myself. Um, you know, I used to do that before every you know game the night before before I went to bed. I shoot 300 times to myself every night. Um, you know, whatever it takes, man, by any means necessary. But it's it's really sad. But I think what it does is all this stuff, it, it makes you not take things for granted. I mean, it really does. You know, you know, the things that are just so easy for us to have, we don't have anymore. But but again, going back to what I said, you have a basket at home. A lot of these kids do. Man, this is the time. This is the time to really separate. And uh, but yeah, we're we're fortunate. Our park court, our city's I, I don't live in a basketball dominant city. Um, so I, I go to the park court. I'm like the only one there. It's great. <laughs> like social distancing. Perfect. Um, but really, uh, it's tough, man. In New York, those places, those kids want to play all day long, man. And uh, I'm really praying for those communities because that's tough, man. Now you're getting in the whole other world of things where kids can't do things. They don't have the luxury that Elijah has that I had as a kid. Um, that's a, that's a tough situation so i'm really praying this and soon we can figure this thing out you know health's number one safety is number one but man for basketball people like ourselves this is a really it tough is, time but for let a lot me of ask kids you this. so i forget where i heard it or read it um it might have been on the documentary um like for instance the player hot sauce from the and one mixtapes they said he worked yeah. hours like five hours a day dribbling the ball like, and that's why his handles were so quick and so good. Yeah. Now, you, you have amazing handles. You're fast, your footwork, everything. Elijah, he's a good ball handler. He is nowhere near that. And I'm going to be honest, he, he will give me 10 to 20 minutes of ball handling. That's it. And he's like, all right, dude, I want to shoot. I'd rather go run. I'd rather strength train. Like, so, or like, I'd rather do an action move into a layup, an action move into a shot. Like, okay, man, I get it. He just hasn't fallen in love with that pill like some people do. I mean, I had friends that were the same way that just dribbled the way you did. But, I mean, they literally had that pill in their hand all day long dribbling that ball. Like, how many yep. hours does it take for you to get that fast? This is what I do now. I'm going to okay. tell you what I did then and what I do now and why what I do now now is better. Um, I have a new thing. I'm going to start posting it more. A lot of stuff I probably haven't posted a lot, and, and I will now. Um, I'll do a situation where I hate mistakes. My whole thing is I don't want to lose the ball ever. Um, one of the things that drove me was never lose the ball. Um, and, and my dad taught me that, you know, you should never have the ball taken from you ever. No one should ever take that ball from you. You know, you should ne it should be on a string, Velcro to that hand. What I do now is – for a minute, whatever drill I'm doing, whether it's two ball, one ball moves, no mistakes for a minute. Take my break. Bang, right to the next thing. Let's see if I can go a minute without making the mistakes. So before you're, you know, you're doing this, and let's say it's, it's getting up to 10 minutes of ball handling where there was 10 times where a minute straight you didn't lose the ball. Now your confidence level is ridiculous because now you're like, I just went all these different things I did with, with handles two ball, tennis ball, whatever it is to get you better uh, moves. I did 10 different times where a minute, that thing was on a string. It was on a string. And I never lost it. So I've been doing that for a long time, but really I want to post it now more. 
where I'll sit there and I'll dribble 45 seconds to a minute and not lose the ball. And it's really tough game-like stuff or dynamic ball handling. That's a way to limit the just dribbling for two hours. It's a, it's a way to make it game-like because um, everything right. you do in the game, it's quick. It's two, three seconds. It's got to be on a string. If you can get a minute straight of, of killing it, burnouts, I call them burnout handle workouts. I mean, it's just one minute. I'm never losing it. It strengthens your body as well. Um, I'm noticing all the dribbling I've been doing, I, and my upper body's stronger. A lot of people don't mention this. Your triceps, forearms, shoulders are ridiculously strong but when you handle the ball for a lot of different hours during the week. And, uh, you know, I'll be honest, the other day I went crazy. I literally was down in my basement for two hours dribbling. And, and I'm not sitting there dribbling for two hours straight. That's impossible. But I'm dribbling but and I'm doing those minute increments. Crazy. Not trying to two lose it for a minute. Two hours and you're a grown man. Yeah. Two, yeah, two hours. I got to work for my regular job. I couldn't move my arms. And I'm sitting here trying to pick up 50 bags, 50-pound bags. I'm like, oh, my, ar- my, my arms are cramping up. And, you know, and, and, but now I feel like when I play, because I've been doing this for a while, when I play, it's on a string, man. Nobody can take it. I'm confident, you know, it, you know, it, it's quick, it's fast. Um, my mentality is I'll never lose it because I've been training myself this way for so long. And uh, yeah, I love it, man. And, and, and that's the last thing you got to love it though. If you don't love it, you know, you're not going to sit right. here and want to do these things. I'm going to try to get you to do that one minute intervals, ball handling for at least 10 to 15 minutes. I'll, I'll let you know if he does it. Yeah. Um, but I'll really, I'll really try yeah. to home in and do it. We got to go live, like I mentioned. Yeah, what I did, uh, I did a thing w- with a friend of mine. His name is Dalian Parks. He's worked with prep school players, uh, a lot of foreign players, and we went live. And, and it was kind of like I was telling you, me and me, you and E will do it. Um, where basically I was showing, you know, him on the video. Hey, this is some things I do. You know, I, I can't play right now. We don't have the gym. And, and and this is a good example. You know, I always talk about the killer crossover. I'll literally do the killer cross like I would in a game and I'll try to get it down for a minute. So, you know, it's drop, cross, drop, cross, drop, cross. And, and, and you don't want to do it too much because maybe you're, you're patting it too much, you know, cause you know, I am the dribble guy. A lot of people really, you know, they ask me for ball handling tips. It's just who I am. I'm more than that, but that's what I get asked a lot. I will burn that move out for a minute and try not to lose it. It strengthens me. It feels like if I can get a minute straight of making that move, man, one time in a game is nothing. It's bang, bang, I'm going by you. So, you know, I do that a lot, different moves, not just the killer cross, obviously, but game-like moves, burning it out for a minute, not losing it, moving my feet, not just standing there, using some space I have. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I I just get after it, and and I love it. And uh, my mentality now is I want to be great at this. You know, I I don't want to just do it to do it. I want to do it to be great. So, you know, that's the reason. It's not for nothing. You know, it's not just doing it for no reason at all. I mean, I, I just love it. But that, those one-minute workouts, man, I'm telling you, if you could get it down and did it for 15 minutes where you put a time on, you're like, all right, you're going 15 minutes, and I wanna, I'm want i going to time you this minute. All right, minute, kill across, go. Try not to lose it. Try not to lose it. All right, you only went 10 seconds. You know, that's not good enough. We got to get to 20 seconds. And then you just build your way up. And a lot of my old videos, Andre, I, I watched, that was terrible. You know, I had 15 seconds is all I could do it for. Now I can le- legitimately get pretty much a minute, most of the things of not losing the ball. So, uh, you know, on my IG, a lot of my videos, you know, they're not really edited much. You know, it's 35 seconds, 40 seconds, because kids, they can't watch. You know, if it's not 15 seconds, 
or a right. TikTok video. They don't want to watch it. But, you know, the, the reality is you got to be able to do that. You got to be able to handle it for multiple seconds straight without losing it. And uh, it takes your right. game to the next level. Let, let me really ask does. you this. Um, Cody Topper does another thing where he says bones over cones, which is meaning you yeah. can be a phenomenal guy at practice against cones, but against a real life person, you, you pretty much are nothing. And, and I really been homing in on that since this whole pandemic. And mind you, for about a year and a half, I had a, an, a, a torn Achilles. I didn't want to get surgery. I finally ended up getting it done. I'm able to run. I'm able to play now. So Elijah and I home in on that every day. We are literally outside yeah. playing one-on-one. And I tell him, hey, dude. I'm not a light kid, a light person anymore. So I'm about six foot tall, about uh, 207 pounds. I don't think you're going to play a defender that is as heavy as me and as strong as me. They might be tall and lankier than I am and quicker than I am, but they're not going to bump you and push you the way I'm going to do yeah. that. So, I, and I truly believe in that. Right. Um, how do you feel about that training someone or even someone right now at home training? Do you do you feel that that's way better bones versus cones? Oh, 100%. I mean, you have to train yourself still and without contact. I mean, because if you don't do that, then you're you're even more so screwed. I hate to be that blunt, but it's true. Um, two things I do. Number one, when I'm training guys, I, I definitely body contact. You know, the bones over cones, I'm going to use that statement all the time. It's great. Um, you know, giving them that contact. If, if I have a basketball, I bump guys with the ball. If it's a pad, if it's if it's me really getting on guys and reaching in and trying to take it from them, you know, you, nothing can replace that, you know, going against another guy. What I do though, because I have to train myself a lot. And I just don't have a lot of guys that like to train with me here. Um, I really like to simulate and I know I understand contact because I played physically when I make a move and I'm at my own basket, I'm simulating jumping into the guy and finishing my shot. I'm not just shooting a layup or shooting a floater. I'm making these moves by myself and understanding there's a guy in front of me or there's a guy going to hit me. So a lot of times, this, you know, I'll start posting this more. An example, I cross left to right. I drive in, jump stop. I'm leaning my left shoulder in, making it know that right. that's the contact coming. That's the contact that's going to be there. So without a guy in front of me, I'm still using my body a certain way to make it like that's how it's going to be in a game. So I'm not, I'm a lot of my stuff where, you know, when I'm by myself, Andre is, every move I make, it's, it's what I'm going to do in a game. You know, if I'm stepping back shot fake and I'm leaning and shooting and, you know, that's the stuff where the guys say those 30 minute workouts are better. Yes. Going out there for that amount of time and working on game moves and understanding game context coming. Um, but I'll say this, nothing replaces that guy in front of you or two trainers out there. Jordan, I love when he has a couple of the trainers where he's being right. one guy and help comes. What we do a lot is if I got another partner training with me, um, and, and then I got another skills coach there. Yeah, we might have two guys on them, you know, simulating, hey, I'm on you still. Here comes the help. You got to rip through all that stuff. And you understand all that. You've seen enough of it. But yeah, when you're by yourself, you still got to do some things and, and, and visualize and have an imagination that you're going to get hit and you're going to have to move the ball a certain way because there's the contact coming. So I do that all the time. I do that all the time by myself. I've, I've done it my whole life. It's something I was. Um, I had a great imagination, man. You know, I was always thinking about oh, this is what it's going to look like in a game. I'm not going to go out here and just shoot shots. 
I'm going to shoot shots that, hey, there's a guy on me. Maybe I do have to fade away. Maybe I do have to get more space. Um, a new thing I do, the last thing I'll say is the, the phones in front of me, I try to get out of the screen. Right. <laughs> that separation. And I talked about that yesterday. Um, that is, that's bones over cones. You know, that cone isn't going to stop, you know, that cone's going to move. That, right. Those bones are going to move in a game. So, so I got to get space. I got to really create. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's such a great statement he made. And, and I'm just so glad oh, you guys man, have those that's, conversations. That's awesome. That's Cody Topper at, the, at his finest, man. And I will use that through all of my coaching from now on. Bones over cones. Now, Cody Topper tried recruiting me with Gannon. And he sold me because he said I was I, I could do the Tom Cruise <laughs> training. It. <laughs> he said you're an actor, man. You got you know you you talk well, dude. You're you're the Tom Cruise of training. I'm like I'm sold, dude. You're the goat. You're the goat with that statement. Nobody can top you, Topper. You are the goat. And uh, yeah, there's just so many good guys out there, man. We could all learn from each other. But man, he's one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah, he man, really is. Well, hey, it was a pleasure talking to you, man. And and. Uh, uh, I can't I can't thank you enough for being on my show.